I was looking for my soul. DJ Chauncey Dundridge gave it back to me. Well, we here, folks. It wasn't we're as coming good as to the, America. Coming That's to America. Coming to America. You know, America I mean, two. well, there's some things that we're need doing to be the sequel said, here. Uh, we're doing the sequel. Need, they need to do something with that movie. It was mm-hmm. not that good. I went and rewatched uh, the. I was going to say you rewatched that piece. of No, shit? I rewatched okay. Made in America, right? And oh. I rewatched it because I was like, "Oh, I'm coming to America. I'm going to rewatch the first episode and then, or the first movie, and then it will get me all like hyped up for the second one. Mm-hmm. Second one is just bad. It's just bad. So, but anywho. Welcome to the show, folks. Dicky So we're here with Asa. We recorded this episode, and then all of a sudden, my dis- my computer decided to shit the bed. The music today is brought to you by <laughs> DJ, DJ Chauncey D and Van, Van all right, oh. I really have to say this because Zaddy. Z- who is Zaddy? Van Hexion. Oh, Van Hexion. Oh, my God. Like, his voice, he had that European-Canadian well, swag. Well, he's not from America. He's from Canada. But it's like, you know, some Can- mm-hmm. Canadians are not that fine. And then there are a few anomalies that are the Ryan Reynolds and mm. the Prime Minister Justin Trudeau type mm. that are just like, you can get it any day, any time. In the back, in the front, or in the side. Listen, I might take an exit for... for Van Hecton, if that's his okay. thing. Okay, that's, that's not his, his not if his thing. If you listen to the interview, <laughs> honey, but okay. Listen, I have so, been known. I have been known to try to swing a few legs. Listen. So, well, today we're doing it a little bit different, folks. Talk so this me. week we're talking. I've kept up my agreement about producing two episodes mm-hmm. a month. Every other week. And it's 26 episodes of a year versus trying to do 53. Mm-hmm. Right? Are you? Are you? Uh, I'm listening to you. I can multitask, my friend. Well, that's what he, they all say. Is. It's actually not true. But um, for the general public. Anyways. So tonight is the last night here in a story. Oh, I'm leaving, folks. We are leaving. On a a subway. Don't know when When I'll I'll be be back back again. Leaving on a subway. On a subway, girl. When I'll be back again. It's a subway, not leaving on a jet plane. It's 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 well. It's the NW train. We'll be leaving. We're leaving. 
Every good thing must come to an end. Well, everything comes to an end, but th- good things happen for those who Ooh. prosper. So this week we are going to do gonna a say, little. Those who wait, like those me, who waiting wait. patiently for Tuki to come around. Oh, hey, <laughs> you know, give her two glasses of wine and uh, and uh, what is that drink you had earlier this afternoon? Oh, the Boulevardier. Mm. You know, Mama's feeling a little loose by sh- a sugar free. Oh, Sugar it, Freak, baby. It's, is it freak. Sugar Freak? Oh! oh. So Sugar Freak, who is not a... It's mighty um, mighty. It is not a sponsor of the show, but they are great. They're in Astoria. So tonight... And, and why were we a Sugar Freak? Let's go into our title. Let's get into our title. Because our title today is, is Mama, Mama, I Made It. I Made It out oh. of Astoria. Hey! <laughs> and because we are doing what? We Moving are on so out, Mm, we gotta get up off these mics okay so if for the folks back home Mm -hmm. so there's been some stuff right which has been i passed my licensing exam i am now fully licensed um Mm. so i am now able to work independently and operate fully to the extent of the law on my own which is nice um and uh we're moving on out yeah, we're moving on up mm. to the east side. Can we put the phone to a deluxe apartment, apartment in the sky? sky. We're moving on up, moving on up to the east side. East side, because we finally mm. got a piece of, of the, the pie. And just so you know, he's not a. I gotta turn you because down because I, am... I have a friend of color that is sitting with me. <laughs> through this process um, uh, he turn. is celebrating the culture that is I'm the celebrate you know i grew up on the jeffersons okay can you put- yes we are i'm i am here How, with you can't you. produce the show and try to do the like answer what I are am you gonna on do my wendy williams ish okay right now. wendy williams you got some tea for us you want to spill the tea yes so anyways asa is going to she is going to produce today's episode so Asa. i better be getting my production okay. credit okay i need that check <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no that checks ch- <laughs> there ain't nothing <laughs> I need that production. That's why check. we're doing this every other week. <laughs> <laughs> and when people want to make comments, <laughs> I say, <"Huh>, <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, you oh know, my God, I, I you. all I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. It's a, what like, are you saying, when people sir? get like, that's why I don't, I, I'm not putting music in people's songs. They're in their recordings. Mm. That because come on, tell it, Daddy. Well, I'm just saying it takes a long time, and come on. and it's you know when the chirpers around got Ooh. something to say about the way the episode is produced. <laughs> well, bring it home, Mama. You're in the hot seat, so today okay. we're letting her take it yes. for today. So, so she's going to be asking me questions. So I'm going to be the worst guest ever. We've got a title and a subtitle. Mama, so, moving on. I'm Mama, moving, I made it. I made it. Is our title. I did make it. Yeah. And today we're discussing. So let's that, just say for the audience, how many, um, how long does it take it to be considered a New Yorker? This is a transplant out of New York. <laughs> yes, my dear. You are all the way moved out of Kokomo, Indiana. 
little you, Kokomo for the folks moved. back home. Oh, damn. Yeah. So you've moved to New York. I didn't York. learn that thing. It's like and everything's in boxes, folks. Yes. So two things. Right now, mm-hmm. we had some tefico- technical difficulties with our first version of this podcast. So Which we is really good. We were on our way out and all of a sudden it, the Ish thing happens. broke. Yes. So we are doing a retake. But you know what? I always like to say it feels better when you come the second time. I'm just Yes. Yes. So we are we're 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 trying to get a repeat right now. We're just That's okay. We're gonna singlify because I was talking about all the stuff that is not relevant. Exactly. So we're gonna Synthetize. And there was a little bit too much personal information. There we go. So we're going to synthetize. Yeah, I can't even say the word anymore. This is this. That's the problem. Do when we do it the second time because you have to glass of wine. So anyways, so this is the 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 wine version. Well, Richard Richard Coesa doing this. (laughs) Doctor Mills, Doctor Scott. Yes. So all you got to know is uh, Asa is going to be coming up to the. To the west side. Yes. Okay. So the there have been, been a lot of things that are happening right now. Right now, if we were to describe the current mm-hmm. circumstance of how this podcast is being uh, aired and what our surroundings look like. Well, just why it's don't a little you bit explain different. it for them? Yeah, it's a little bit different than our usual charming, you know, circumstance that we usually mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Whenever we have filmed before i have filmed on some really comfy couches there's some like cushions comfy couch here what i'm sitting on right now is not the comfy couch well it's because oh you're saying the bench the so, bench has been removed because so we're packed up crate and barrel has shit in my living room it's like <laughs> everything is from crate and barrel it's, but we found this on a facebook mm-hmm. uh garage cell oh this table is dynamite yeah. have you on this table well we aren't gonna talk about that <laughs> don't be don't want to let we have certain people that are listening uh-uh okay so my mom listen i know what molly shay has been doing okay so. my mom and dad the other day i was like calling my <laughs> like i tried to call my mom on her birthday it was her birthday and she wasn't answering her phone my parents are now retired well so i'm like i mean <laughs> Well, they're like retired. They just retired. That's listen. I have seen okay. the number of sexually transmitted diseases at the retirement homes. That's, that's okay. That's well, my- <laughs> so I call my dad and I'm like, "Hey, dad, um, can you, girl? Do you need a tissue for that?" So I call my dad and I'm here. You go. Just put your phone under there. So um, I call my dad. He doesn't answer his phone. Mm-hmm. I call my mom. She doesn't answer his phone. <laughs> I'm like, what happens? I think we like, need to explain later, to... I get, I get this We call. need to explain well, to Dr. Mills how it is that he has four siblings. Well, they have lots of sex, and they have lots of sex. <laughs> but I call, and I said to my mom, I lo- she sounded like... <gasps> like her voice was like like something it that happened. It was the woman's birthday. And like, I called my sister. It was like, I was like, hey, did you send... Um, we sent, I sent mom flowers, like, you know... And because my partner the flowers arrived and she was thanking him for the flowers. Well, no, it was the snowstorm. <laughs> it was February 17th. God bless her. So my mom, I like 20 minutes later, my mom sounds real like panicked. 
I'm like, hey, she were was you guys out like, of breath. I was like, were you guys having sex? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, he, my dad was giving her the listen. She talked about it. episode like two or three. Okay, listen, Molly Shea it's was the holy. It's holy. Why don't you get up off that microphone? It's okay. consecrated. You you keep telling me I go too low, too high. Okay, like, I'll well, just stay back from here. Is no, no, okay? no. You just gotta know when you're screaming like that. Okay. So, anyways, well, they were having me. sex, and I'm thankful for that. I hope when I am their age that I'm having just as much sex. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for them. So, anyway, so that had happened, and Molly <laughs> Shea was given the given the happy birthday flowers. Yeah. My dad went and picked them up from the store mm-hmm. and got them on the day of her birthday. I'm just saying that's what she was thanking him for. Yeah, I like, don't blame him. Your son had like, sent flowers, I... and it got delayed because of the snowstorm. It was when all that stuff, and, you know, when all the... They were, like, getting snow, and mm-hmm. she was like... I don't blame Reverend Mills at all. It says that marriage is a covenant ordained by God, and he says, be fruitful and multiply. Well, they, and they when he multiply. said that, it was not an agricultural experiment. He was telling them to well, they multiply. Love each other. I mean... <laughs> ooh, ooh. Okay, come on. <laughs> But they were having some sex. I know that my mom was having birthday sex. There we go. Um, so good for her, Molly. So up in I'm going to move on from this because so I can see it's okay. making you very uncomfortable. Well, I, you know, like, but hey. it's okay. So we're 15 minutes in. Yes. So we're going to talk about what else is happening in your life that is equally, like, equally mm-hmm. as amazing as an orgasm. So there are a couple of things that have been happening. The first Lay is down, sister. Can I say, you, sister? I got accused of cultural appropriating. Let's, once. let's move on from that. Let's move. Well, on. Not, I need to not, let that go. I need do. to let that you go because that go. person has some hate in their heart, mm-hmm. and they need to go see. They need to see a therapist. Okay. Anyways, so number one go is on. today we're, letting, we're gonna be go celebrating. Today. It's gonna mm-hmm. be your last night in, in a, these apartments in Astoria. That train that is currently outside guys, of our window. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, there's the uh, Astoria, is, so if you took the NW train from Times Square, you would take it up and it would go to the east side mm. under the water to the Astoria, to Queensboro Plaza, mm-hmm. and then there's a few other little stops along the way. <laughs> and I live on Broadway, and it's very nice, and there's lots of good restaurants, 30th Avenue, and also... So there are other parts of New York other than Manhattan, is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, and if you're ever here, take the train. It's so safe here. But the thing is, is that my apartment, when I look out, it's a train. There's a big f- fucking train, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's so cute. There's so many great things about it. But I hate this train. Mm-hmm. So we are moving, moving on to the west side, honey, yes. in the theater district. Yeah, we're not, not going to give details because we, we sometimes get stalkers because we're famous over here. We famous. We famous. So anyways, a nice apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. It's, it's going to be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And so with just one of that, I wanted to just kind of take a moment to... Just appreciate the journey that you've gone through with 
Sure. Just the genesis of just being in Astoria, coming to New York. One of the things that we sort of talked about um, earlier was... The first time. Was, yeah, (laughs) was Mm. about how long it takes someone to finally... come into their own in I mean I in feel New like, York, you know? I feel like people that come here with uh, like money mm-hmm. they're not they're not really New Yorkers. Yeah. There's a reason that New York is called the concrete jungle. <sighs> like it's really about fighting for survival in here. No, and you just need fighting a certain for an electric grit. city bike. Okay. <laughs> now you need a little bit of grit. You mm-hmm. need some some chuspa as my my Jewish friend used to say. You need some chuspa, honey. Some, you sound <laughs> like you just went through an Indiana experience. Mm-hmm. And um and it took you a lot while to get to your current level of accomplishment. Yeah. So tell us about that journey. It's been what? What I year mean, were so you we're, so moved I just, to New York? Yeah, so I moved here in 2013, mm-hmm. and I was and broke. you were broke. You were being a hoe. I was being <laughs> no. I was being a hoe. I was. Yes, yeah, you were, you were we dipping were being, and dabbing. I was you were, being a little bit of a hoe, but yes, you know what? Everybody I, gets I, to be a hoe. That's going to be part two in the next book, guys. Dang. Girl. <laughs> so no, I I was being a little hoey, mm-hmm. and then I moved, I've lived in Brooklyn. I've lived. I've been sold an apartment. I talked about that. The being sold an apartment that did not exist. Basically, yeah. the person sold like. Long story short, I like I live like I paid. Well, I want to I want to hear that story again, actually, oh, because mm-hmm. I think that's that's a so cautionary thing, tale okay. for a lot so of people. I think it, you're let, right. let me just let me just preview this for you. So he's going to give us a little bit of a cautionary tale about what happens when you're looking for apartment, kind of going through his first experience, being a naive little munchkin. From Kokomo, Indiana. I mean, from Indianapolis, Indiana, but still from Kokomo, girl, not too and, far from the the pond. And moving to New York mm-hmm. and getting hustled. hustled. I, you know, I, here's the thing, and it isn't because I'm naive. He was naive. Well, no. So he was naive. I'm gonna tell the story. <laughs> okay, so we're living up in Washington Heights. And I'm trying to get out of this apartment mm-hmm. that we're up up there. Because it was literally an hour to Times Square. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we're looking for an apartment. I say to the person that I work with, hey, I'm looking for an apartment. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I can ask the guy that rents out our building. He's like, yeah, there's a studio, large studio. Oh, gosh. The entire floor. This is when he was trying to get the hookup. He thought he was being smart. Well, so we went there. <laughs> the guy comes. We meet him. Mm. We say, oh. I need just... She needs to what? I just need to keep this open. Just Oh, she's kind of. So anyways, the guy says to me, yeah, I let me show you this apartment. Mm-hmm. So I get up there and he goes, <laughs> I forgot the key. <gasps> I left it at home. The scam. Mm-hmm. And then what he does? Well, he's like, let me show you one of the other units. <gasps> so I went downstairs. So he showed at, you his apartment. No, he showed the <laughs> An empty another apartment. person's apartment. I was like, okay, well, we'll give you some money. Like, mm. let's secure this. Let's, let's... Did you give cash or did you give a cash? Oh, I check? gave a check. Oh, 
He cast it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't tell this. So then, then we go back, and he's not there. We go back again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this, if he does this again, he says, "Oh, you can go look at the apartment." So we go up there, girl. There ain't a cabinet. <laughs> there ain't a bathroom. Oh my! God. There ain't a nothing. So he did like a bait and switch and took you. What did you call that? A bait and a switch. A bait and switch. Really? Catfishing. Catfishing me <laughs> for an apartment. So I was like, "What?" So that's what happened. And oh my uh, gosh. so I had to write him a very strongly worded letter. You, you, were, you, were, you were a Karen before Karens became. <laughs> I had sent a strong worded letter. <laughs> girl don't get me started so i sent him a letter and the people were like we don't even know who he is Mm. yeah you do boo Mm. so word of advice if you're ever trying to we got our money back but the word of advice is if you're ever getting an apartment do not rely on people to say it's going to be done at this time Mm -hmm. right always go through a um a broker that is licensed that you can look up through the new york state department of the professions and when you write a check always write it to the company not to an individual not to cash Mm -hmm. not to any of those things Mm -hmm. because when you want to do a stop payment or receive your money back you know exactly who you're going to okay yeah well anyways Mm -hmm. you know i've lived through that so that was one of the lessons that you've learned in your among many eight years Yeah, almost eight years. Wow. Yeah, it was eight years. So most people, when they come to the concrete jungle, it takes you about 10 years to become fully established. You know, a deal with New York State's bullshit, like all their bullshit, like... Mm -hmm. You know, it, but it's okay, right? So personally, today had, is a new day. So personally, you've had some successes. You stopped being a hoe. I've had a lot of successes. <laughs> settled you down. stopped being a hoe. Stopped you settled down. You're someone's dream. You are the dream that I someone. Someone's you're dream. someone's dream. You are what your partner woke up. <laughs> Put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. We're not <laughs> you, married, but he, you know, you had said something, and I think that I was like in love with this idea of getting married. Mm-hmm. I was like, I like, I've been engaged like two times. Before <laughs> <laughs> Just never tied that knot, and that mm-hmm. goes back to my own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of like wanting to be in control. I'll tell you what, he's been a real saint Mm -hmm. through this licensing process. And he really like has shown up and just been like a great soul. But just even to compartmentalize just even that statement is that you, there's a part of your life right now that is in a solid footing. Like it's not, it's, it's, you're, you're living the dream and the fantasy of a relationship. We have done, and I'll be open about this. Like we have spent the entire, our entire relationship in couples therapy. But that's okay though. Oh my God. No, like it is, we use it. We meet with a couples therapist every week. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong. It means that. Listen, if Michelle and Barack, if Barry and Shelly. Are going to Mary couples. and Shelly. Barry and Shelly. Barry and Shelly. Barry oh, and Shelly. And Michelle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are no. in couples therapy. I think every I've couple been, can I think every couple needs it. to. I think you start, when you start saying we're going to get married, mm-hmm. I was saying to Amy and Hockey, I said to them, I said, 
you guys need to go to couples therapy. Why? He's like, why? And it, like, it's like this, there's nothing wrong with us. Well, no, it's not about there's anything wrong. You go to help you dump your shit so you can deal with it so that you're not spending waking up 20 years later saying to your, to your, um, to your partner, like I'm con- contractually obligated to not talk about that. Uh, I love them, <laughs> but no, I just think people think there's something, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. No, we we are two guys that do not like to apologize. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things is is that yes. we did a really we we have learned how to kind of step back yeah. when the other person needs the other person to step back. And I think that's a goal in relationships though, is well, that it's me... never, it's never about relationships are never about finding the best person to compliment you, mm-hmm. but it's about finding the person that you're willing to fight and work with in order to make a relationship work. Well, because it isn't, you're going to find other different people, right? Yeah. And there's going to be like this person. And I found the person that may, like matches me very well, mm-hmm. right? It's who you're, you're actively choosing but to do life I'll with. I'll give you an example. One of our things that we like, so he wanted to be right. He likes to be right. Mm-hmm. So, But so do you. Well, and I was right about this apartment, honey. Okay. So I'll give you an example. We went to go look for this apartment Mm -hmm. and we were looking for these apartment and he's like obsessed about living in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And so, oh my God, can I tell you? I might have been in his head about that one too. So he's like going to Brooklyn. We're going to live in Carroll Gardens. Girl, we got dropped. Ten minutes from my house. No, we got dropped off between the Red Hook Carroll Gardens. There was a (laughs) bypass going by. And I was like, I live in here. Like, the apartment we went up, it was like, it was expensive. And I was like, it looks like, this reminds me too much of when I was growing up. We're not doing this. The house over the bypass. Well, my house wasn't bad. But anyways, I was like, wow, this is like not going to happen. So then we go and I'm like, okay. So I'm like having, I'm like smirking because I know that I have won. <laughs> right? And he's like, you got one. But then we went to this other thing, right? Mm-hmm. We went to this, um, we went to this other apartment in Carroll Garden. It was cute. It was like cute. But he was like, no, I don't want to live there. So eventually I won. And the other day we were riding on a city bike and he's mm-hmm. like, I, you're right. You were right. And I was like, oh. I know I was right. But I, he's, it's about saying we, it's about being able to drop it when mm-hmm. it be, being able to drop it. And when you have two strong personalities that, mm-hmm. you know, I've been in relationships in the past where it's the other person, the personality was not like, yeah. But, I, you know, we, we we have a really good couples therapist that we see, and we will continue to see her mm. probably, like, until as long as she's practicing in New York. Yeah, and I think that's... that's and it like doesn't a... mean that something's wrong. It means yeah. that you get bored in your relationship. You Sometimes you forget to say the things in your relationship, mm-hmm. and you start... Like, it's about confronting your shit so that you have a really strong th- relationship. You know what I always feel about therapy, um, especially couples therapy? Mm-hmm. I feel that the people who go to therapy mm-hmm. before they have a problem are the ones that are more committed to making the relationship work. Well, I think that people that go to a therapist, I go see a therapist. I see her. She's very expensive. Mm-hmm. And I, go, I don't see her every week. 
Mm-hmm. But I, I don't need to see a therapist every week. I see her every week. I could see a therapist in my network, mm-hmm. but I choose not to because I like we have worked together for a very long time, mm-hmm. and I use that time as okay. Okay, all right. So I think everybody should be in therapy. I think every couple so, should be in couples therapy. Amy and hockey girl, get up in there. You get married, girl. So I have, new, I have a quick. A I have a vision. quick question. I'm Rainbows gonna, and, and goldfish. I'm going to okay. move on because I don't want us to get in trouble. But <laughs> what do you think is? one area of how your relationship was challenged during this move-in process? Because my partner likes to be right. Mm-hmm. And I was like not... I was... There were some things that I was... Was there like an, another existential threat um, that was associated with just move-in that was a little bit more of a highbrow issue? I mean, than I was just going your... through a licensing thing. Yes. So you already was also stressed out. And, and I couldn't... I couldn't like sit and deal with another transition and mm-hmm. I needed my partner to show up with me instead of trying to like mm-hmm. control it. I needed yeah. my partner when we found the apartment to be like, we found a really nice apartment. And you know what we did? Mm-hmm. I said, we're living in this apartment. Like, this is the one. Mm-hmm. I feel happy being here. Do you feel like, and that would always be the question. Can you be happy living here? compromise well i said can you be happy living here yeah and, and they com- said and i knew he wanted to act like and he's like let's go look at this apartment on the upper east side it's like girl that, it looks like if they you can't even open the girl you can't even open the stove <laughs> like that was how bad it was there so was no space yeah knew we are moving on up to yeah. the to the Hell's Kitchen district. I know. I know. I've made it, honey. You have made it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And and I and I love that level of compromise that you guys had because there was a necessary need of delegating responsibilities because you oh, had a we lot. We spent a whole sessions about like moving. I would much rather be the person that stays. Mm-hmm. And we sat with our couples therapist. And I said, I just don't want any more stuff. Disruption. I don't want disruption. I want to be able to just sit and I couldn't see it. But he's the type of person that will like, um, he's very good at like taking care of it. But Mm -hmm. I'm the person that like, I was like, oh, so we're getting a mover and we have a mover. And my thing is, is so what if the mover doesn't show up? And he, and he was like, what? The mover not showing up, right? So That has been known to happen. Okay, and he, he doesn't see it. He walks around and, like, it's all about puppies and kittens and w- walking around the world. And I'm like, sometimes Shit you Shit don't happen the way that you want sure. it. Sure, and sometimes, so, we compliment. We're very different, but yeah. we're also very, like, strong. Mm-hmm. We're very strong. So that is the thing, is learning when to, like, drop it mm-hmm. and do a hug out. And learning, is it squashed? Is it not? Okay, and then we're when to rub s- one out. <laughs> not talking about that but that's i just say any couple out there um sometimes couples therapy could be when there's a crisis but sometimes there's not a crisis we're a great couple but you know what's interesting um mm -hmm. my favorite therapist um esther perel always says that did you know she's the head of alma now i know that's my boo okay boo boo one of the things that she always says is that she always finds that love is like an ocean (laughs) 
is that a lot of times the couples some say love is it is a river, river. Okay. okay music break what is what does she say so she always says that oftentimes when because she her main work is with couples and infidelity oh yeah and mm-hmm. she says that she one of the most amazing podcasts yeah. yeah one of the most amazing things that she finds is that when couples come to her after an infidelity she finds that's when they're the most truthful and most honest with each other because that's when they've started to talk and start to express themselves so if there's one thing that i can say to some couples just even thinking through your process no is learn how to be brutally honest well sometimes i think it is that is very hard and you know when i work with couples you know sometimes it's you know i i i deal with people who want to sit and yell and argue Mm. they want to scream and I'm like, you know, I like what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, though. Even people who are screaming or angry, things like that, they're not oftentimes being the most honest. It's about the performance, right? No, I and always say what we're talking about here. We're talking about your content. Yeah. So you know what? Do you want to talk about content? Because you can catch me up on the content anytime mm-hmm. you want to. But today, I think what you're saying, and I have to like go through the weeds, and I have mm-hmm. to like th- what you're saying is you're really hurt right now. Yep. So and I think th- it's those truthful conversations mm-hmm. is what they need to be having. Well, and I love how, how to do that. Yeah, right? they but, just we're not. But I think there that. is a growth that you and Chris actually shown through this. You know, like you learning how to verbalize mm-hmm. what you wanted and what you needed. So in addition to moving, you also had another crisis. Your crisis was kind of your anxiety and preparedness for your exam. Yeah. I and mean, needed yeah. to take your board. Mm-hmm. So first of all, chill. Congratulations. Congratulations to me. You have passed your LCSW. And which is a big exam. deal. It's so a, I don't think you people are, understand. It's like, a big Big deal. It's a big size deal. does matter. Size it's does really matter. Big. That, that C does that matter. <laughs> that big C. Hey. Big C though. No. <laughs> okay. No, it's a big deal. Like mm-hmm. it's a big deal. It's a, like I think I compared it. It's a, the comparative of um, working, uh, passing your bar exam, right? Mm-hmm. So I think. Like, it's like a lawyer passing a bar exam. I am now, I had some delays because I was informed that I had to work under people. I mean, it was a mess. Yeah. But now it is like, the door has opened, honey, and I am sending in the the paperwork's there. And that's amazing. But one of the things, too, that I learned about that was just how you sort of also communicated your needs mm-hmm. before your exam. Like you were very like clear with oh, Chris. You, we you were just like, and I was like, so this is what we were I need sitting, for- I'll give you a story. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there and I'm like taking a, taking a, a, a sample test with the mask on. Cause you have to sit in the thing and my mm-hmm. glasses on and, you know, I said to him, and we had to talk about what the game plan is for mm-hmm. this for last week. And I and and the therapist was like, Richard, what do you need? And mm-hmm. I was like, I need for my partner mm-hmm. to take care of me, mm-hmm. right? So we're like sitting there, and I'm like, just I I I'm like, it's like he's home during a Monday. So I said to him, like, when you're home, I need it to be completely quiet. Mm-hmm. I need for you to go in the other room. 
if you're going to take a phone call, I need for like the volume on the TV to be down because I'm going to be taking practice exams. Mm-hmm. So I remember I was sitting there. It was Sunday. And he was like, he was like listening to something on Instagram in the other room. And I just like yelled. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, he's like, I can't say anything. And I'm like, no, I need you to, I need you to show up to the promise you made me mm-hmm. last week. Because I'm having a, a thing. And what I realized is was this thing of, was this feeling of like not being taken care of. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's also one of the things I remembered about what it means. Girl, we're getting real like self-disclosured yeah, what, in here. But what it means but to it be, good, but what like, it means to be a spouse of a person who is in power or to play that supportive role. And 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 at times you don't we have to take this supportive role mm-hmm. for our for the, partners and for the betterment of the team. You know, like I remember when I dated a. Pacer. <laughs> I dated a professional uh, basketball player. and She did. She dated a pacer. And, you know, I remember later on in the years when I heard... How long did you date this pacer? Moving on. I'm just going to move on because we're not... I, I want to know. Like, how not, long was the... Not, what was can we, the can year? Can we not talk about this? Because it's not, it's not important right now. <laughs> I am going to go and talk about... You always get so, like, I'm going to talk about the context of this, okay? In that I remember a few years later... There was a rap lyric that referenced Vanessa um, Bryant and where it said when she and Kobe were going through their divorce and there was um, a... When he was unfaithful. When he was unfaithful, like the third or fourth time, and she had finally put her foot down and was filing for divorce. And there and was... I'm telling you, and there was, I'm not going... <laughs> And there was a reference to how much alimony that she was going to get. And this rapper put in his lyrics like... And you, and you, and you, you're gonna love me. You're gonna love me. Apologize, people, but I will continue. Okay. Anyway, so my, I will continue was, with my story because we call, I'm the singing therapist. Yes. So there was a rapper who put in his mm-hmm. lyric because mm-hmm. he was astonished by the amount that she was going to be getting for alimony um, as a result of this divorce, and was like, "You weren't shooting free throws with me in the gym, girl." And and she's like, "But I was raising your kids." Exactly. But you know, and, and actually, mm-hmm. Kobe was the one who came out and was like, she might not have been shooting free throws in the gym. Who said that she wasn't throwing shooting what? A rapper put in one of his li- his lyrics like, you weren't you weren't in the gym, mm-hmm. you weren't shooting free throws with me in the gym. Basically, how dare you get access to my money that I get from basketball when I'm the one that's working on the on the and court. the rapper was saying it's like the friend mm-hmm. that comes up and says yes you don't and then know Kobe my had friend. to come uh-huh. and basically say yeah she might not have been in the gym but she provided the foundation for me to be able to focus on shooting those free throws and that's what all we and that's what we see about that, like yeah. all those nights I mean, and i think about and i think about mm-hmm. the role that chris plays like there are times that we would be on this podcast and he would come in and he would like easily excuse himself into the uh-huh. other room or he would order food for us as we were like here doing our thing sure or when you were you know 
with a client or whatever, and he has to be quiet in the next room. Like those are all supportive rules that your yeah, the spouse door is plays. closed. Yeah. But you know, sometimes yeah. he would be wanting to turn on the TV, and I could hear it in the other room. But that's but that's but that's a, a sac- message exactly. inside. Like I can okay. hear your TV. Move on, sassy. So. <laughs> But no, no, no. But, but the there's, there's is, a value is partner, in being a support. And this and is not, it's not the luxury of having a two-bedroom apartment, okay? No. This is the luxury of having a one-bedroom apartment. But the new apartment is going to be better fitted okay. for that. When you're in a pandemic and your partner's sitting there, like, living their best life and you're trying to live yours. Anyhow, mm-hmm. but I will say this, like... Every night that I came home from work, that I was teaching, mm-hmm. that I was doing all the stuff, my partner showed up. There we go. Yeah. And the and I owe them mm-hmm. uh, uh, lots of dinners. Yes. Because every dick. Tuesday night, <laughs> we're not talking about that. But every Tuesday night, I'm sitting there having a thing. Or every Thursday night when I, he comes home and... You know, he's worked a long day. He mm-hmm. sits and does does hard work. So mm-hmm. thank you, Boo Boo. You're you go. know, I just wanna say thank you to my friend Asa Sharisa Mar for sending out these lovely, absolutely lovely flowers that will arrive tomorrow. So <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. So it's I think so I think this How are you producing this? I'm producing this so well right now. Well, we're it's at deeper. 41 minutes, so right. we need to... So we're going to wrap up a No, we're bit. not going to wrap up. We just need to wrap down, okay? Yeah. And make sure, folks, you wrap it up, okay? <laughs> um, but, what, but that's part of the thing that I love about how we, we grow in times of crisis. We grow in times of turmoil in order to achieve our dreams. And the lesson that we learn in that process is what makes us... You know, it's what's the growth and what's the well, journey. It's, it's really learning out how to sh- how to like how to show up for mm-hmm. our partner, and yeah. that means like realizing that my like what my partner needs and what I need is two mm-hmm. different things. And I'll yeah. tell you what, I just felt like I felt like after I was done with that exam and all those things, I just felt like I was in such a place of freedom, and I was so appreciative. Mm-hmm. I was like. This person sits and really shows up for me. Yeah. And they showed up. They really showed up, even though they got a little loud with their <laughs> Instagram post. But, I mean, the thing is, is that, like, it's also learning when to drop it. Yeah. And really learning, I'm the worst apologizer. Mm. It took... Tell somebody. I grew up with in a household where... Because he hasn't apologized to me yet okay. for wearing jeans and sneakers Well, because we know your memory is slipping like you times. admitted. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to apologize for that, boo. They were... They were... Whatever. So why your ass was drug tested. Okay. <laughs> she sent me over to the drug test <laughs> to get drug tested because she didn't. She said I was using drugs because I was wearing quote jeans to work. Well, that drug test came up negative, honey. Okay. But no, your partner is the one that it's not the pretty times, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm refalling back in love with my partner. So good. But 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 that's really great. You know, um, again, Esther Perel says you need to have relationships, multiple relationships <laughs> on your list. Of- Don't worry about it. You need to have multiple relationships with your partner. 
and that I would think be, we're and that like, would keeps and that would keeps uh-huh. that relationship going fresh. Like you should always have a check in, and and think about this so, but, too. You know what I knew that this can what, I, can I, I just finish this thought though? Uh-huh. But think about this. Even when you're working in an organization mm-hmm. or whatever, every year we do an annual eval. I do an evaluation twice a year mm-hmm. with my staff. How often do you do an evaluation with your marriage? Well, I think people should sign a new lease on their relationship every couple years. Exactly. And what that does, it kind of keeps the spice going. Because when you start to see yourself being invested Mm -hmm. and invigorated in your marriage and in that relationship, it creates the the spice to go. Because change happened. You're about to go into a new change right now. You're pink sure. cloud in as it is, right? You are going I'm on into the pink cloud. Honey. Yes. When I look out and I see that <laughs> that little subway, that little train that's so like you're about to move. You're track. about to move out of this chaos of all of these boxes. It's the worst experience ever. Out of a shitty landlord situation. No, the landlord isn't shitty, but they, the landlord they, is a dick. They the, did not. They did not keep their contract the way it is, and that's the, sometimes the thing that and happens. You got to go up in the lease and pop out what's in the contract mm-hmm. as a reminder. And here's the thing: like even just what you just so did is people, that sometimes, mm-hmm. even when we're leaving a negative situation, we sometimes make excuses for mm-hmm. the people who are not holding our bargain. Well, it's you good... deserve this mm-hmm. new apartment. You deserve to be in a space I'm that is healthy. It, you deserve to be in a space that is welcoming, that feels like home. I always that felt feels like, like luxury. When... I'm always You're no longer the white trash from Kokomo, Indiana. White trash in a pretty package, <laughs> baby. Well, I think that mm-hmm. it's also like, you know, I, I think one of the things that I realized that I'm in a new relationship with my partner is that we... It's different. It's a different, like, generally at this, like, before that, I'd be like... Maybe we need to renegotiate the lease on our apartment, on our mm-hmm. on the release on our relationship. But we have really shown up, and he's shown up, and I'm excited for the next part where we're showing up, and you know, giving him what he needs, him giving me what I need. But I mean, we've been through a lot in the last couple years and Mm -hmm. that was just like dealing with like my grief stuff like and i think that's what it was and that was the thing we got into like kind of this heated thing about the thing on the um on the him listening to the thing and Mm -hmm. not feeling like why is my partner not respecting me right and what had come up was um i was dealing really dealing with like grief stuff yeah but the other part for me too that i see with just having those deep conversations is the investment in making it work. Because sometimes what we do is you don't have those uncomfortable conversations, right? Mm -hmm. Like, even though it was something that you needed and you wanted, at times people go into relationships Mm -hmm. and then they just say, you know what, it's not worth it anymore. Like, I don't even want to be bothered. Sure. I don't even want to be bothered. Well, I don't even know, want to be invested in having this terrible New York conversation. Makes, uh, your, your, the length of your relationship is based on the length of your lease. Oh, I thought it was a length of something well, else. Well, we resigned <laughs> this year, another year of mm. our life together. Yeah. But, you know, so that is my advice to everybody. As somebody who provides couples therapy, mm. all if you're in a relationship, you should be in couples therapy. Yeah. Check and, in. And to go, so to kind of button up this part of the segment is, 
It's Can where we're talking. <laughs> we're talking about the pink cloud effect, right? Of the I'm things, on cloud nine. Of the things that you're really excited about. You are moving into a new apartment. You're in a stable relationship. And people don't think it's You've like just uh, People don't think that it's like when you're, they're like moving into an apartment. What's so big about moving into an apartment? Honey, you come to New York. You want to come up here and talk about like what it's like? Move- <laughs> You're moving up in an apartment up in Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's just like I can be happy where I live. Yeah, yeah. And that was the thing. That was the thing I asked him. Yeah. Will you be happy living here? Mm. Not when you want to live up in that ghetto <laughs> apartment. And he's like, oh no. my god. Anywho, mm-hmm. so being happy, investing yeah. in your relationship. So my question for you is, mm-hmm. as a therapist, right? What do you advise people of what, how to deal with those moments right after the pink cloud has sort of moved away? So what happens after, after the honeymoon phase is over? How do you keep that spark going? How do you keep that excitement? Well, you realize like that, that, that pink cloud is going to let you down. Mm hmm. You pop on a Tori Amos album (laughs) and you let yourself go. So then what then happens to the relationship? Do you then just live in a stale relationship? Like how do you... No, you've already prepared the things. Like my pink cloud was that it was to understand that I had been fighting through that. You you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it right now. I've Mm -hmm. like slept so good last night. I'm going to sleep good tonight. Mm-hmm. But I think that you have to understand, like, that is not where we live. That is, like, a moment where we can, like, reference. But okay. that's not where we live. So how then do you keep the spark going? Like, what do you do? In your do? relationship? Yeah. Like, how do you keep oh, that excitement? Are we excitement? talking about a relationship or this moment in my life? Both of them. Because they think they're the, the two are the same. Oh, you have to realize, like, they're... Oh, because, well, so, you know, I, I think you have to realize that that pink cloud is good when it's good. And that, but that's not realities of relationships. Okay. The majority of the time is, is relationships are boring. But I think there needs to be well, some sort of like excitement. like thinking of Molly but there's some and excitement in the Yeah. And there's some excitement in the boringness, right? Having birthday sex at 70. Mm. I'm happy. I, I hope that that's my life. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the part that I really want us to start celebrating. You know, the excitement of the mundane, the excitement of the boring, like, the fact you know that you're going to be because here's the thing too more you're going to anything was sitting so my eyes got really bad i got glasses mm-hmm. while we talked about that i love sitting at night mm-hmm. putting on my little nightlight on my book mm-hmm. and just reading my book god you, okay and i think and i think it should be just just mm-hmm. one of those things where you when I say what's celebrating the mundane is to think about the fact that you're moving out of the chaos of this apartment into a comfort of the next. Well, one. there's something what about that would being, there's something about like there's not going to be the noise of the train. There's not going to be the bustle and the hustle of the people that's walking around bumping into each other. It's the I can get on a city bike and I don't have to go over a bridge to get home. So you know why I can get on the city bike and get the regular bike because I know that I'm not going to have to pay for the electric. Mm. 
Is there an electric city bike? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. I need to learn. They cost things. extra, and the membership just changed. Okay. Anyhow, but I think this is this is the best part of life. I mean. The thing is, well, I'm yelling because I'm excited. I'm like, it's a, like, you know, it's a wonderful life. Awesome. All right. So let's kind of talk about just enjoying your wonderful life and finding freedom and all of those things. On the 42nd, on the 24th floor. (laughs) I'm just really excited. I think. And I just want to thank my friends, Sharice, Mar, and. You, Asa, for sending over that wonderful plant <laughs> that will arrive. You are very welcome. I'm just um, going to play deadpan. <laughs> oh, my God. They sent us a fl- How wonderful. <laughs> she saw that we love that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so surprised. <laughs> like, I love this Oh, my gosh. All right. So we are getting towards the end of our podcast. Well, well let's talk about the real deal, which mm-hmm. is... Megan. <laughs> Let's talk about other transitions in pop culture. Right now, we are seeing that there are a lot of things that's happening in the world, particularly um, our forever princess, Princess Megan, and Merkel. Prince Harry. Yeah. Are having Prince their Harry sit is down. like a fire. Mm. He is. The red hair is doing is it for me. Does the carpet down. match the drapes? I think it does. <laughs> and um, so he he and Megan are sitting down tonight with the one and the only Mama Oprah. Oh my God, it's <laughs> Oprah. Girl, yes. I love some Oprah, mm-hmm. some Harpo. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, so she is, um, they're sitting down together um, mm-hmm. for an, a revealing interview. And I feel like this is part of life imitating art. Because the last mm-hmm. time that a royal sat down to do a revealing interview, um, a few months later, she was killed. So Princess died. Damn, do you think this... Th- it's a Dr. A. Scott just called I am it, just, folks. I am just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm holding Harry and Meghan in such, in such little, like, gosh, I'm holding them together in prayer because I understand why he did what he did. Because at the end of the day, homeboy is never going to become king. Like, he was the spare. The he was the spare. spare. tire. The spare for Charles. You know what? And but the spare we, tire mm-hmm. gets you where you need to go. Unless, of course, you buy a new car. And that's what happened. He bought a... He didn't buy a new car. He got a Tesla. <laughs> no, he didn't. But what happened is, to go with that metaphor, is that mm-hmm. he was only a spare in the sense that William did not have a child. So as soon as William... William did not have a child. If William did not have a child, Harry would still be the fourth in line to the throne. Because it's Charles. So it's Charles is second, William is third, Harry is fourth. And then when William got a child, Harry became fifth after the first child. Damn. William got a second child, Harry became sixth. William got a third child, Harry's now seventh. Yeah, he has three kids. 
He has Charlotte. Well, you might need to kill some people <laughs> off. He has Charlotte. He has... Charlotte goes to the throne before? Before, yes. So um, they also had a rule uh, that happened when Charlotte was born, Princess Charlotte, mm-hmm. that her brothers did not usurp well, her from her throne. Hey, Harry, just want to let you know, your brother <laughs> is kind of thugs. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was one of the reasons mm-hmm. Harry was just like, for all this abuse that my family is being subjected to, what is the reason for me to stick around? Well, you could like, be like I'm Nancy never... Pelosi hanging on to make sure when the... <laughs> but but it's just, the royals are basically owed, and that's the thing, like he's owed to the crown, submitted to the crown, and financially obligated. Like they're not allowed to go out and get regular jobs or all of those Why? things. Because of their role as senior royals. So did they royals. get paid? As senior royals, they were getting paid. Um, and now they're not? Nope, because that's why they chose to be financially independent. Because even when they so were getting... So how are they supporting themselves? They're financially independent. So they, Harry and Meghan have signed deals with like Netflix. They have like a couple, a $20 mm-hmm. million dollar deal with Netflix. They have a podcast, or 12 Foundations. So Harry and Meg's, hey mm-hmm. girls, if you want <laughs> us to they're be, on if a you want to merge, yeah, if you want to merge with us, we'll merge yeah. with you, baby. But, but yeah, we're going to keep them in some in some prayer just because it's just Listen really, really harsh. Like the vitriol that's being spewed against Megan is but really But there's not. some racism. Oh, more than a little, more than some. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yes. There's a lot. Like the racism started the day that Harry started to date Megan. When they started to spew racist headlines saying she was straight out of Compton. Which it does not matter <laughs> if you up in Compton or you up in Beverly Hills where she'd be. Okay. <laughs> Homegirl was actually at the time living in Canada. Like that's okay. how fucking racist that. They're just upset because she was on the movies and they're, they will never be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then even after that, I think the thing that broke, the straw that broke the camel's back for Tell Harry. Us. Was when after his son, little little Archie Harrison, was born. He's Archie like now Harrison Montbottom Windsor. Archie Harrison Montbottom Windsor is actually eight in line of the throne. To the throne, should the entire royal family get bum? Like, should they get taken out by coronavirus? <laughs> So they can't have that happening because, you know, if that Mm -hmm. happens, then they'll have somebody, you know. Yeah. So what then happened is when Archie was born, one of the top British tabloids posted a picture of a chimpanzee walking in the hands of Charles. Why did you just like change your. My tone to a British tone. Because sometimes that's happened, you know. I well, girl, grew up. You got a minute to be up in a British tone. Okay? I grew. I grew up in Redden, you know. I went to Sheffield, so that's sometimes what happens with the British accent. Anyway, so they did that, and I think that was the end of what Harry felt was just like you are not going to do to my mother, my my wife, and my child what you did to my what mother. What you did to my mom. So we're gonna keep them in prayer as tonight goes so live. Lift on the mom. Yes, because Queen Bee, Queen Elizabeth. Queen Beth. She ain't bae. <laughs> she's you know she's original bae? Queen Bee. <laughs> she ain't the original. She is the original. She almost dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she she's trying to pull out all the stuff, but they just need to they just need to lay off her of our Megan because we are going to if if any if anything, if they touch a hair 
on, on Megan's, Megan's head. head. We will bring the entire royal family to the ground. With their child pornography experiences, <laughs> girl. Listen, they want to investigate Megan for just snapping once or twice at some annoying little staff member. But Prince Han- Prince Andrew and his pedophileness is sleeping is, with the childrens. Is right there, still being called Prince Andrew, since be, st- still Aww. being called HRH Prince Andrew. HRH, His Royal Highness Prince Andrew. But you're telling me that Meghan and Harry can't keep their well, title, please, please, Princess Meghan. She's our princess. We will call her princess. We don't need Queen. y'all to. Queen. We don't need y'all to give her any title. We're about ready to have church up in Listen, here. Listen, a title is what you do, not what you, not what's given to you. Megan, we are here, it. girl. Yes. You need to talk to us. You come. Anywho, y'all getting me heated. So, so I'm going to bring it back and okay, bring it back because we have well, to wrap it up. We have to wrap it up right now. We have now, to wrap so. it up because we're at the exactly, we're going into the one minute mark. So okay. the one so, hour mark. So, so really rapid fire question right now. Mm-hmm. Rapid. I, mean, I love some rapid fires. Yes. At least, okay, girl, so, give it to me. Mm-hmm. First question is. Number one. Number one, what is your favorite bar in Astoria? Oh, my favorite bar. I think when you asked me this, so my favorite tavern, my bar, mm-hmm. um, Icon. Okay. It's a gay bar Ooh. around the corner. Okay. Now I got 50 gay bars up in my head. <laughs> okay. Where I'm, right. where I'm living, you don't know favorite where. Favorite place but. for dessert? Um, the New York City Bakery on 30th. There we go. Mm. They, they're, they're really good. Bagels on the Avenue on yes. 30th Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite Astoria memory? What was my favorite Astoria memory? You didn't ask me this one. So my favorite Astoria memory has been today. Mm. With you. Aww. And like us watching... Uh, catfishers, <laughs> catfish, catfish yes. right? No, it was like really good. Yeah. And going to sugar free. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. favorite kind of sexual memory. Let's just keep that one to ourselves. I remember you you told me something about cooking naked. Yeah, it was like naked <laughs> cooking, right? It was like having having was na- that on this table. No, it's okay. <laughs> like we're, I'm an adult. I live in an adult house. If I want to be around naked, <laughs> cook naked, it was very, like, it wasn't sexual. It was very sensual, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, best meal? The best meal was Thanksgiving this past year when w- it was just a very few select mm, group the brisket. of people. Mm-hmm. The brisket was good. I still want to shout out my favorite Thanksgiving memory was when your parents were here. And I actually made the cheddar grits and shrimp and the aioli sausage the morning after it's Thanksgiving. It's so funny. So Asa comes over and she's like, <laughs> with the, like, she she thinks my dad's like a reverend. I mean, my dad is a minister. And she looks like she's going to church. You're like all with your bouffant hat, you know, but mm-hmm. that was, that was God. So Listen, we always want to respect the Lord. Lord. Amen. Um, Amen. Top three um, Astoria establishments or? Um, 
So my or favorite vendors, yeah, the vendors, vendors that you wanted to shout Demetrius out. Yeah. hair design. I had to cancel the appointment because <laughs> I'm moving tomorrow. Um, but I, maybe I will come back. I, 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 uh, Nicholas, and mm-hmm. ask for Nick. He's really good. Okay. Um, where, where? Oh, the Astoria Wine mm-hmm. Store. I always like going over there on one Broadway. Word. And then what was the other one that I? Um, oh, Petals and Roots. And then Astoria Bookstore, which wouldn't carry my that's book. An honorary mention. But they would no, because... they wouldn't carry my book. Astoria so Bookstore. Not, so we're not mentioning. Them. They don't get a mention. They <laughs> are right. not a sponsor of the show. But hey, what about our favorite meal at a restaurant? Was at Stanford's. Stanford's. Mm. I like that Stanford's. Place. Is really good. I will probably come up here mm-hmm. just for Stanford. Just, just because it's not really. I just got on Forty Fourth. Yeah. Or 49th Street yeah. on the NW. Mm-hmm. I'd take it up a few stops and I'd be over here. That was really great. And so good. They, like, you always have to take a, a shit afterwards. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, this is a really this is good really dinner. Good. Yeah. 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 That's when you know that you've had yeah. a good dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you were to write um, a love letter to Astoria, what would the last line of that love letter be? Forever the, thine, forever mine. Forever ours. Mm. That's sex in the city. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a good love. And I remember I asked you this one, and I would love to end it with this with us. Mm -hmm. Is what's your biggest regret about Astoria? I didn't. I didn't really make this place home. Mm. I was so. I was so thinking about being in the city Mm -hmm. that I didn't um, really make this place my home. Mm -hmm. But it was my home. It just wasn't. It was a place I felt like I lived. Mm -hmm. But I would say it's a, if you're going to show up and you need a place to live, a story is a good, like, it's really nice. I I liked it, you know? Yeah. So, all right. All right. Well, so we're going to so raise our glass to raise Astoria. Raise our glass to Astoria. Yeah. Thank you, Astoria, for all the good things. And so we're just going to spend the rest of the evening going through and... Watching some royal family, gosh. What time does that come on? Um, I think 8 or so. So what we're about to go oh. um, 6, 10. So oh. let's let's get off the phone. Okay. I, have, I have a work call that's waiting for Girl, me. Girl, what time? Oh, you got a few minutes? Yeah. I know. 15 hours are we going <laughs> to hold this out until the end? <laughs> oh. So oh. you guys, it's, um, I, you know, new things are coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. And... My most favorite memories, though, are with the person that's sitting across the room from me. You, we've, like, shared a lot of really great times together. I'm drawing a heart right now because I'm yeah. doodling and you're making me, like, so embarrassed. Well, I, I think, I, I was like, how many people, there's, like, people that I love in my life. It's you, mm-hmm. Amy, mm-hmm. Hockey, the Gabby, hockey. and Chris. Those are like my loves. Those are the people that I love. The, the like you get five, you hold them in your hand, mm. right? So when we hold people in our hands, that's they're the people that you call in the middle of the night when you need somebody to pray. Mm. You need it's the person that you call that um, that will pray for you, mm. and they'll send you a winking Jesus on your. <laughs> hockey did that and he's muslim right it's it's when you realize that there's a armenian genocide and your friend that's turkish realizes that 
You're hurting, gonna, yeah. His his good friend's gonna hurt, and mm-hmm. everybody's hurting around, mm-hmm. and so he he becomes the bigger man. Mm-hmm. We love you, hockey. Yeah. So it's like a love letter to hockey right now. So no, dear John. <laughs> so what we're gonna do? Rest of the night. We got a few more things to pack up. Yes. And then and we've got a gumbo to have and a po boy to eat. I'm telling you what. If you get a chance, uh, take the. If you're in New York, mm-hmm. uh, take the NW up to the uh, Steinway. Mm. That's the stop. You'll go up. Sugar Freak, Sugar Freak. Get off at 30th Sugar Street and you'll go down to Sugar Freak and it is the best, you guys. It's the best. One of the best restaurants. That mm-hmm. and Sweet Afton. We ate there last night. Mm. You know, you're looking like Lauren Hill in this light in her oh, 20s. Just, I'm just going to move on with that. Okay, I love her. Okay. Anyways, all right. You guys, um, my name is Dr. Richard Mills. Oh, and this is Asa Flona Scott. Put some respect on my name. Jocka. <laughs> and uh, you have been listening to Talk, Talk Sex, Sex with, with Zach. Mm. Oh. 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 <laughs> so the music today has been, is by DJ Chauncey D and Van Hector. Zaddy. Sandy to Hector. Mm-hmm. Hester. So, all right. Well, thank you for listening. I don't know how to say his name, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. But <laughs> if you teach me how to work my tongue that well, way, I will say if you're in it. his room. We can call him Mr. Van Hector. Mr. Hector. <laughs> Hester. All right, guys. Thank you so much. My name's Dr. Richard Mills and this is Asa Scott. Thank Dr. you for Dr. Richard today. Mills, LCSW. L- Dr. Richard Mills, EDD, LCSW. CHT. Soon to be CST. Ooh. Certified sex therapist. Well, let's just get all those. Well, because I completed all the stuff, but I couldn't be fully. You He's know, got a lot of until I got letters after his name. So if you need a It's l- just some length to it, baby. Okay. <laughs> I'll get my CEMDR. Okay. So just open it up, ladies. Take it away, boys. Enjoy. Thank you. I was looking for my soul. DJ Chauncey Dundridge gave it back to me. Every night, every night, every night I go Every night, every night, every night I go